the smallest things can trigger us sometimes. If you often find yourself asking, why did I react like that? Or why did that affect me so much? Or simply stating something like, wow, that hit a nerve. Then you're in the right place. Join Candace Fraser and Natalie Collar for a fortnightly chat discussing life's different triggers, upbringings, self-reflections and projected opinions, and the art of embracing self-compassion to overcome emotional setbacks. The conversations are candid, real, authentic, and filled with helpful tips. So join us and let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Stop, I've Just Been Triggered, where we continue to explore the many, many emotional triggers that exist, as well as explore mindful ways to help navigate our emotional triggers. Well said, Nat. Now, it was Mother's Day here recently, and it really got me thinking about what a celebration Mother's Day is, but also how incredibly difficult it is for so many women around Mm. the world Mm. um, for those that have lost their mother for Mm. those that are in a tough relationship with their mother or Mm. their children um, for those that desperately want to be a mum but can't be a mum and then for those who have really tragically lost their children Mm. Candice, this is really, it can be a hard one, you know, for some people. Mm. I know when I was, you know, trying to conceive and I actually had a miscarriage, Mother's Day was a massive, massive trigger for me. Um, It just kind of brought up a lot of, you know, heartache and then a lot of self-doubt and, yeah, it was a stew of emotions, we'll just Mm. say that much, you know. but it, look, it, and it's not, it's not only Mother's Day, right? <laughs> For so no, many yeah, people, yeah. there's loads of different holidays and special occasions, you know, that are meant to be a time for celebrating. But for, for some people, they're really, really difficult. You mm. know, it could be birthdays, anniversaries. I know I've lost um, two members of my family. Those are incredibly hard days, yeah. um, you know, even really religious holidays, you know, your Christmases mm. and Easter. Easter. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, could be things like even graduations, like we said, Mother's Day, Father's Day. Yeah. And then those personal milestones, things like mm. weddings, yeah. you know, baptisms, all those personal achievements, you yes. know, that can be so tough. So tough. And, you know, celebrations such an important part of life and there's even mm. research that shows that there's really significant benefits in celebrating mm. um i think some of the benefits are things like improved physical health and ability to cope better mm. with difficulties in life in in general i think mm. people who take time to reflect on life and celebrate their successes their happy things they're just more optimistic, take mm. better care of themselves, are less stressed. Um, so I guess I just want to point out the takeaway from this conversation is not to stop celebrating, mm. certainly mm. not. Mm. Um, celebrating is a really great thing to do, but unfortunately for so many people, certain events and certain dates that are looked at as a celebration can really be emotional triggers. Mm. Um so let's just have a conversation around that and maybe look at some ways to support ourselves if we're, if we're um, experiencing some of those triggers. 
Mm. Um, that's that's a great great idea I think mm. and and this can really help people um, there's some really great mindful techniques we can share um, so look I think maybe why don't we start with the holidays the main holidays you know your yeah. Easter's Christmas um, or whichever holidays you celebrate yeah um, often with family and friends uh, and generally there's some kind of expectation around cooking gift giving getting on on, (laughs) Um, and expectations whatever they are regardless um, if we place them on ourselves or others place them on us can really leave us feeling emotionally triggered for a number of reasons yeah Um, you know like a good example and probably uh, the best one because it's it's not attached to actual relationships in the sense um yeah. it comes is like gift giving you know there may people may feel an expectation to send uh to spend a certain amount of money on an item you know mm. and and you just don't have to um yeah. or you 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 just don't know what the perfect gift is to get mm. you know and there's a there's a, like a significant relationship between income inequality and the risk of depression and emotional responses, you know. Mm-hmm. So this one can be a really an underlying trigger and, and something so simple, you know, oh, you sort of think giving a gift. spirals, yeah, that spirals, yeah, yeah, totally. It really can and, and, and feelings of inadequacy. There's some people that think, oh, you know, they might just bring a fruitcake because they've made it with all their heart and, yeah. and they're genuinely giving it. And someone might go, oh, well, I expected something for $100 or mm. more, you know. Mm. Um, it's a really tricky one, that one. You know? So tricky. <laughs> uh, another example that I can think of, um, it might be like at the holidays, you, you strive for perfection. You know, you set yourself these unrealistic expectations. Yeah. And this moves you into this incredible stress response. I've done this, by the way. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And suddenly, you know, you're not sleeping. Um, You know, you're you're doing more. You're becoming hypervigilant. And suddenly you're not feeling jolly and happy anymore. Mm. You're stressed, you know. Um, You might even be controlling because yeah. you want it to be perfect yep. um, and that striving for perfection as we've discussed in other episodes that's a that that triggers a response within that um and that's controlling you know and takes away from the happiness of the day mm. um or you feel pressure to be perfect and the pressure is just too much, too much. yeah know? there's there's that factor as well you know you you know, I've often heard people say, I can never do enough. Like, it's never yeah. good enough. Um, it's, it's hard. I should have done more. I should have, I should yeah. have done more, yeah. yeah. And and the reality, reality of it is do your best. That, mm. That's all you can do. And it's um, enough, yeah. And it's enough. Exactly, Candice, you know. Um, you know, another thing I can think of with the holidays, you know, there are times where a lot of people take time to reflect on life. Yeah. You know, and for some, we aren't where we thought we would be, you know, in our career, our relationship. Um, maybe we think we should have traveled more, have more money by now, yeah. um, you know, have, we should have had kids, all those things that, the things. you know, <laughs> all the things, yeah, all the trimmings and trappings, so to say. Um, and then, you know, when we reflect sometimes, it, it can kind of leave you feeling empty and down. 
you know this it's really it's such a time unfortunately I think competition comes into it a bit as well Um, you know we, we we might possibly be competing with that family member that can't put a foot wrong, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, and, and, you know, or, or we, we compare, that's probably a better word, not, yeah. not so much compete, but compare. And it really can leave you feeling gutted, you know. But there's just so many, Candice, you know. Um, can you think of any more that you'd like to share? Um, oh, so many. When it comes to holidays, it's, it's crazy. Um, and mm. I think sometimes during the holidays you feel lonely if you're away from family or friends. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I've felt you, this. I've felt yeah. this. COVID has been hard on so many people. Oh, it definitely has. Yeah. It definitely has. Yeah. And then I guess on the flip side of that is for others, there's pressure to be social with people that you don't get along with, whether it's <laughs> yeah. friends or family, but that yeah. expectation's <laughs> there. Um even changes in routine so suddenly you might be drinking a bit more eating a Mm. little bit more Mm. um and that can trigger your ideals you have about yourself around discipline Mm. there's a lot of uh, emotional experiences related to to food and alcohol Mm, mm. Um, but maybe that's another episode down the track (laughs) (laughs) i think there's also expectation to be happy when you just aren't happy yeah, yeah. I, I know I felt this a, a pressure to perform, play the part of a happy person when mm. you're just not feeling it on the inside. That's mm. that's, that's a tricky one. Yeah. I love the way you phrase that. It is a tricky pressure, one. Pressure to perform and pressure it, and to perform. Is, yeah. Yeah. And it put is put on that brave face, put on that mask. Yeah. And, pretend. Stiff up a lip. Yeah. yeah. Pretend. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I think that's hard when it's, you're not naturally like that. Yeah. I, I personally am not one to fake it. <laughs> I can't. It, my face, unfortunately, says <laughs> it gives all. it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I, I think that's a really tricky one. And that also causes a lot of problems if you have become accustomed to do that. Oh, and then yeah. later in life, it can really catch up with you. Yeah. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, a couple of other ones I was just thinking, uh, you know, work deadlines. When holidays mm. are coming up, there's a rush at work. So there's that extra pressure at work to actually be able to take time off. Mm. Um, mm. Then there are things like the fact that holidays are a time when we think about those who we've lost mm. um, or who we want to be with or aren't with or mm. like, just all, all the things. Um, and they can leave us feeling really, really triggered. Mm, that grief or heartbreak, oh, that's yeah. a really big one. That that gets me every oh. single holiday, even though I've yeah, done same. all this mindful yeah. work. Um, me too, yeah. It gets me every single yeah. holiday, birthday, mm. Christmas, Easter, mm. and Mother's yeah. Father's Day. It gets me every single day. Yeah. I'm there with you 100% Nat. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's a tricky one to navigate. I mean, we just lost my brother two two years ago, maybe just a little over two years mm. ago. Um, you know, Mother's Day, he comes around and you think, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm not going to see him, you know, yeah. and birthdays and, mm. yeah, it's, it's just a crazy um, and there's also that brings up a little bit that can bring up a little bit of anger. I find oh, personally because I think, yeah. well, he should be here. He should like, be. It's not fair. Got like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's a really tricky one. Mm. Um, loss and grief, 
loss can be um, just for the listeners. Grief can even be that you broke up with someone that you oh, truly yes. loved. Um, grief, grief really is a loss of anything. So mm. when we talk in grief, we're not just saying someone's died. No, um, it can be anything. You can feel grief about anything, a, a, a divorce, uh, any breakup of any form. Anything, yeah, mm, mm. absolutely. Grief's a tricky one. Mm, very tricky. As are family dynamics. Um, yep. <laughs> a really big one around all special occasions and holidays. Yeah, and family, bless them, can trigger you to feel mm. anger or mm. sadness. Grief, as we just said, um, loss, betrayal, resentment, mm. oh, goodness, isolation, mm. rejection, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all the things. It's a tough one, isn't it? It's, mm. it's, it's not hard to see and understand why we get triggered around holidays. There's mm. um, you know, memories, relationships, expectations, reflections, you know, um, Basically, you know, but on the on the flip side, you know, if there are negative experiences attached to these things, any of these things, they can all be triggers. Mm. And and that's why some of these will resonate with people and others may say, Oh no, that that doesn't trigger me, but this does. Yeah. You know, like yeah. my mother-in-law makes this cake every year and it drives <laughs> me nuts. You know, it, it could be something like that. You know, so simple, you, yeah. Yeah, like well, Absolutely. you know, like we said, your your efforts never appeared good enough or mm. or um not so much praise, but appreciated, or yeah. it can be triggers really can hit you from any angle. <laughs> you know? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And it, yeah. when it comes to holidays and, and those special occasions, you know, it's a double-edged sword, mm. so much joy and so much pain. Mm, 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 it's a mm. lot. No, they really, they, they really can be. This is mm. a really good topic. Mm. I think I'm, I'm glad we're discussing this straight after Mother's Day. Yeah. Um, well, why don't we start to look at some of the practical ways that we can um, support ourselves to mm. navigate these these little tough times? Mm, great idea. You know, and, and obviously what works for one person will be different to what works for another. Yeah. Um, but generally, you know, underlying all the holiday triggers um, are usually feelings of isolation, you know, that you're alone in the feeling and what you're feeling what you're feeling yeah Yeah. and that is um you know it's up to you and only you to get through um to get through and and to push past you know and put on the best happiest performance of your life you know Mm -hmm. um so the first tip you know is simply to create a connection with someone so you can talk about what you're feeling what you feel, yeah. yeah yeah good one so i think candace you often talk about the compassionate ear mm. and 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 for anyone who doesn't know what candace does she's my compassionate queen she's taught me a lot <laughs> um so you know a compassionate ear can can help you feel like you're being heard or you know it can make you help you feel heard or you feel, say yeah. not like yeah. um help you validate feel validated or admit that you're experiencing what you're experiencing. Yeah. So it's basically just, it's a bit like release writing, something mm. is a technique we use. It's just getting it out. Mm. Um, and, you know, this can this can take it out of your head, make it more uh, tangible almost, you know. So then you can actually do something with it. 
So you might make a change around your holidays. Um, maybe let go. You know, maybe admit you need to talk to a professional about mm. the underlying cause. Um, and it can help you from remaining stuck in your headspace. Oh, yeah. You know, and reliving it. Yeah. Because that's often what we do and, and we we look for the catastrophe. We, we do, yeah. We look for it. We plan for it almost. Yeah. This is going to happen. That person's going to say that. And it, and it just builds up and builds up. Yeah. Um, so having that compassionate ear is really important. And mm. just on that, you have to be able to trust the person. 100%, yes. They have to be someone who's trustworthy and they have to be someone who's not going to come back with judgment. So look for that friend or that person that you can speak to, you know, wholeheartedly and openly. Yeah. Um, just so your your feelings are validated, seen, heard, believed, you know, um, mm. that's really important. Mm. Yeah, and I love that you said that this compassionate ear just helps or stops you from being stuck in your head mm. because mm. we all know what it's like to sit on something and mm. fester on it play mm. it over and over in our heads like it's it's a form of self-torture I'm sure it, it absolutely, absolutely is, is. Yeah. yeah yeah um so one thing I always do around the holidays is to really prioritize my self-care mm. to make sure I get enough sleep um to make sure I take time um to plan to be realistic about the workload that I'm putting on mm. myself I budget for yeah. gifts in my budget. I like I I plan ahead for these things. I also let go of any expectations around healthy eating. <laughs> because yeah. I can tell you now, if there is cheese, I'm going to eat all <laughs> the cheese. And oh, I have to be you. okay with it. Yeah. It's not yep. all the time. So I yeah. let go of those expectations for a period of time. Yeah. Um, but I'm also realistic about the fact that my routine's going to be out mm, mm. and that I might eat and drink differently, but it's a short period of time, as I just said, mm. and it's all about balance. That's it. Spot on. Mm. You know, look, self-care should never be underestimated, you know, and, and self-care might include little things like making sure you get to therapy that week, you know, yeah. um, especially those times of year where yeah. we kind of go, oh, really hectic. Oh, I might just cancel, um, you know, and because they can help you with specific strategies to get you through those times. So, you know, that's a form of self-care. I mean, we're often sold self-care is having a shower with candles and or bubble bath and a mm -hmm. glass of champagne. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not self-care. It's, it's not just, all of it, yeah. It's not all of it, you know. Mm. Um, another big one, self-care might be saying no no, I can't go yeah. to that party or that event um, and not stretching yourself. So that's a really big one. There's a lot of power in that word. Mm. Um, and we're oh, often... It's a hard one to learn, to isn't say, it? <laughs> yeah. Well, look what we do with little kids. It's one of the first words they learn and all we do is spend maybe the next 10 years drumming it out of them. Yeah. So, you know, they learn to say yes to everything, which mm. is great. It's also great to say yes to things, but you have to know your boundary and, and you have to make a clear boundary and knows a great way to start. Mm. Um, look, self-care might be calling a friend or family, 
that you won't be seeing over the holiday. Mm. And that's a sweet one because you don't want to lose that connection. Um, you know, I, it, it's just something simple, you know. Um, it could be something like, you know, remembering or honouring the ones that you have lost. You know, I, I've sometimes, I know um, All Saints Days, I'll put photos up of my loved ones that have lost um, and light a candle. You know, I'm not that's nice. overly religious, um, but to me it's, it's a little offering to them, you know, and, and remembering of them. So mm. that kind of thing is self-care too because it allows you time to reflect. Mm. It feels and like you're feel, stopping to connect, and to feel. Yeah, 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 that's right. Um, it could be leaving events early, doing the phantom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it could be, you know, when you know you've had your limit, you Who say bye-bye and you go. Yeah, that, and, and that's self-care, you know, yeah. um, rather than exhausting yourself or listening to another conversation about how some well someone's doing at something you're not interested in, which is fine. Um, and self-care might be admitting to yourself that you just can't do it all. Yeah. And that's a really tough, I've found that really tough in the past. I've mm-hmm. done stupid things like when I had Zabby that was maybe a month old, I held Christmas at my house for about 35 people. Oh, Nat. And cooked for everyone oh, no. with him in a carry pouch. No. I mean, ridiculous, right? <laughs> but the thing is, I did it with all my heart, mm. but I should have admitted to myself, hey, I can't do all this. Yeah. If someone offers, <laughs> bring a plate. Like, and it's not their fault. It's they probably offered. It's just me going, no, no, I can do it. I can do yeah. it. And yeah. and it's me. I have to admit to myself sometimes, I just can't do it all. And that is okay. Yeah. I'm not expected to do it all, or I'm not expecting myself to do it all. I was gonna say that's the other thing. Sometimes we can do it all, mm. but it's too much. I think it's we don't need to. Yeah, no, that's we don't right. need to do it all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I think self care is really misunderstood by so many people, as you were just saying before. That it's doing the things that support you mentally and physically and emotionally over a long term. Mm. It's mm. not all those quick hits. Um, mm. Mm. And I, the other thing that just popped to mind is through the holidays, remembering the um, mantra, this too shall pass. Mm, I love that one. Mm. I, I saw recently um, Tom Hanks did a, a round table talk with yes. a couple of really high, you know, re- respected and revered actors. Yes. And he said that, you know, this, this too shall pass when things yeah. are going bad, this too shall pass when mm. things are going great, this too shall pass. It's, it's yeah. a, it's a wonderful mantra because mm. It brings you back, you know, it really doesn't allow you to take off in that whirlwind of thoughts, mm. thinking of every worst case scenario. Yeah. This too shall pass. It's just, yeah. you know, it's the oh, way it is. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And um, maybe we'll share that little Tom Hanks video to our yes, socials because it yeah, is a really good one. It's mm. a great one. It's mm. really good. So yeah, good, good idea. Yeah. And you know, look, essentially, this too shall pass is a mantra, sorry, to remind yourself that everything in life is transient. Mm. Uh, everything, including life, yeah. comes and goes. So the good times come and then the good times go. 
Yeah. Uh, so do the bad. Mm-hmm. I think this mantra reminds you that this hard moment, this holiday, you know, um, interaction, we'll say, at this time, this too shall pass. You know, so it's a really good one and it's a really easy one to remember. I absolutely adore that. Mm. Yeah, me too. Me too. All righty. So there's a few ideas of how to support yourself during the holidays. Mm-hmm. Why don't we just briefly touch on maybe some things we can do to help support people we love around the holidays who we know mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. feeling some hard stuff mm. around those times? Yeah, that's that's an important point, I think, too, because sometimes mm. it's not about us. It's sometimes we are yeah. that compassionate ear or that support. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think if you've listening, you've been listening to the podcast, you understand what what triggers are, you know, and that they aren't always a rational response. So it's really important to hold a safe space for them without judgment. Yeah. Reassuring the person that they're safe. Yeah. And and sometimes advice isn't well received when someone is in a trigger state, a, a trigger state. Uh, so personally, I would say stay away from giving advice, you mm. know. Um, perhaps, you know, do some deep breathing so they can mirror your behaviour and start to regulate their own breathing, you know. Mm. Then try to get them out of the situation. You know, I know it sounds terrible, but sometimes distraction is is a really good thing when triggers are happening. Yeah. Um, so if, you know, they're getting agitated by someone at the party or at the dinner table, just simply saying, hey, you want to go for a walk? And this one works really well because we all know movement has an incredible oh. power over the body um, and the mind. And also just removing yourself gives you time to process what's going on. Mm. So that, that's, that's, that's a good way to be a support to someone if they're getting triggered. At yeah. one of these events. Yeah. And I love that you pointed out that advice is not necessarily well received when mm. you're in that kind of heightened state. Mm. But once the person's calmed down, I think you can gently ask questions around how they might be able to navigate their own trigger, mm. not necessarily give advice, but help have conversations for them to explore what they might be able to do next time. Yeah. Yeah, if they're exactly. open to receiving and having that conversation, of course, yeah. Exactly, Anders. You know, look, you can gently, um, you know, encourage them to to reconnect their senses, you know, start saying, hey, let's look at that tree. Look what's happening over there. Or can you feel that mm. breeze? Or it's a yeah. little bit nippy. Yeah. Um, you know, listening to the sounds around it. And then you can cut, start to kind of engage in, you know, so what did you actually feel right, like back then, you know? Yeah. Or, what what exactly triggered you off? What was mm. said or what what look? You know, some people are often a looks like worse than a word, you know. And yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's it, it's just good to be able to engage them in some kind of a gentle, but really important, non-judgmental. So be very careful of your wording. Yeah. Um, like, did you really need to react like that? 
did you think yeah. that was it? I mean, it's a horrible. Not helpful. It's, it's not helpful. And the thing is we often don't think about it when it comes out. I mean, look, I've been no. guilty of that. Um, but that's judgment. So yeah. it's really more like, you know, how are you feeling right now? Do you want to talk about it? Um, what exactly did you feel? It's, it's, a, it's a curiosity that, you, that you're engaging them in. So they start to then reflect about what's actually going on in the situation. Mm. And only through that can they then break it back down. Um, you know, and it can be something really silly that might have triggered them off from when they were like five years old. Mm. And, and, you know, mm. and they go, oh, isn't that funny that that affects me so much? That's mm. what you often hear at the end of it. But if they are in a state where they've really been worked up, and, and that can happen at family events um, mm. and, and in, over holiday periods, yeah, and just be compassionate and, and basically, you know, just allow whatever happens, just allow it to happen. Mm. Um, you know, some people will become reclusive and that's their defence mechanism. Just walk with them. If they don't want to talk, don't talk mm. just be there hold space is, mm. yeah hold the space mm. but also have a presence sometimes mm. that's all people need um you know it, it's it's a funny one to navigate with triggers is that that gray area between um discovery and and, and judgment you know <laughs> it's a really tricky one so mm. instead of thinking why are they shutting up or why are they pulling away or oh, I wouldn't handle it like that just let it be mm. you know just let it be that's how some people deal with it yeah absolutely yeah. well I think I think we're just about at time and I can hear my kids making all sorts of noise outside. So you can probably hear a lot of background noise there. So maybe it's no. time to sign off on this episode. <laughs> Sounds good, Candice. Thanks everyone for listening to today's episode. And, and we hope that for all the mums out there um, that got to celebrate Mother's Day, mm. we wish you a happy Mother's Day. For all those mums that didn't, that are longing to be mums or have lost a child mm. um, for those that have chosen to not have children mm. for those mm. that have lost their parents, um, their mums um, or had a, had a really estranged kind of relationship or strained relationship. We also are thinking of you. Oh, we see you. Yeah, We see you. Absolutely. And we'll be here again in the next fortnight for the next installment of stop. I've just been triggered. Thanks again for listening.